Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey guys, there's a difference between the gospel of the kingdom and the doctrine of salvation. These are two very different things. And Jesus came that we would experience abundant life. Abundant life is when we meet the counsellor, when we meet the Holy Spirit, when we are baptised in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. We find our lives when we lose it. We get when we give. Jesus told us that this is abundant life. And Jesus Christ is leading us to the Father. Everything he did was in the Father, as the Father was doing it, as the Father was saying it. And he taught us that the kingdom of heaven is within us. The kingdom of heaven is within reach. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. In fact, every message he preached was the message of the kingdom. And we need to understand the word of the kingdom. Jesus said, those who understand the word of the kingdom will bear fruit. 30, 60, and 100 times what was sown. So if you see somebody on the street and you heal their physical body, they are still going to hell. They are still possessed by the devil because John says and the Bible says that if they don't have the Holy Spirit then they are not his that the whole world is under the sway of the evil one that we need to be transferred from darkness to light but if you share the gospel of the kingdom of God and plant inside of that person into their heart the word of the kingdom of God they are born again. If they receive the word on good soil, Jesus says, they will produce 30, 60, and 100 times. So you are a great threat to the devil when you preach the gospel of the kingdom of God. It is this gospel message of the kingdom of God that displaces the devil. When that person receives the word, they become possessed by the Holy Spirit. Paul says we are owned by God. We become his property. We lose our lives. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We inherit God and God inherits us. And the Father, along with Jesus, freely gives us all things. Paul says we have things present and things to come and that all things are yours. In fact, Jesus says you will judge the angels. Rather, Paul says you will judge the angels. Did you not know? Jesus says you will sit on my throne as the Father allowed me to sit on his throne that's in Revelation chapter 3. John says that he gave us the authority 
to be children of God. And this is the gospel of the kingdom of God. It is a family. God is our father. Jesus is the first brother, the firstborn of many brothers and sisters. Jesus prayed that the father would make us one, one with God. That's the message. That is Jesus who said that. Now, when Jesus sent out the disciples, he sent them out with one message. He sent them out with the message of the kingdom of God. When Jesus sent out the disciples and gave them authority over evil spirits and to heal every disease, he commanded them as the king of the kingdom of God. He commanded them to go and to proclaim with words and actions the kingdom of God by speaking the word of the kingdom of God and allowing the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit to confirm the words with powerful signs and powerful messages, powerful wonders. So, the message of the word of the kingdom of God is a government. It is a country. It is a sign and a wonder. It is a power ministry. It is a ministry of signs and wonders. Jesus said, you know the kingdom, you know the spirit, he's like wind. You, you don't know where it's coming from or where it's going, but you see the evidence of it. He said the kingdom does not come with careful observation, but the kingdom of heaven is within you. And so he's talking about the Holy Spirit. He's talking about the Holy Spirit. I want you to understand something today. The message of the kingdom of God is a lifestyle that you live. It is a a demonstration of the power, of the authority, of the dominion, of the influence of another government. When an ambassador or a president turns up to your country, he brings with him authority, he brings with him his army, he brings with him his finance. When Donald Trump went to Jerusalem, he was not there as a man. He was there and he brought his government with him. In fact, the car that he was in was considered to be the country of America. Even the embassy of America in Israel is American soil. We know that from watching the movies. So Jesus taught us to beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and the yeast of Herod. Do you understand that? Have you read that? Have you heard a sermon about how to beware of the yeast of Herod? It says in Mark chapter 3 that Herod, the, the Pharisees and the Herodians conspired to kill Jesus. Now, we don't have any Herodians these days, but that represents the political agenda. So if you were to read Mark chapter 3 now, 
in today's language, in today's context, what God is saying to us is that the religious people, the religious system, and the political structure, the political system, collude, conspire together to kill the kingdom. Because Jesus isn't here. So we are his church. We are his body. So in you and I, we have to beware the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. He's saying you need to weed out of your mind, weed out of your thinking, the religious system. You know, that you go to church to please God. That's not true. You go to church because you love God, because church is your family. You are the pillar and the ground of the truth. That's the definition of the church. So you and I need to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And I believe that the gospel of the message of the kingdom word of God will be preached to the ends of the earth. And that this precedent, that this understanding of the kingdom, this return to the kingdom message, this understanding of the yeast of the Pharisees, that we need to get angry at the religious system, the religious spirit, not at people. We need to get angry at political system, the political spirit, not at people. We need to weed these thoughts out of our lives and see the kingdom of God manifest. God calls it a form of godliness that denies its power. Whereas Paul says that the kingdom is power. The kingdom is power in the Holy Ghost. Paul said it's not meat and drink, but it's power. And so what I'm saying today is there is a difference. Doctrine is good. The doctrine that Paul was talking about to Timothy was the Old Testament. But doctrine is good. Now we have a doctrine of the Trinity. But then we also have the doctrine of salvation. And now a doctrine is something that we as a Christendom, we as a religion, have developed theologically, sociologically, you know, philosophically into a into a package we call it the doctrine of salvation it includes the nail pierced hands it includes the blood of jesus it includes all these truths but we package these many related but different truths into a doctrine and sometimes we forget the real meaning of these things, we forget that we will judge the angels. We forget that it's more than a a biblical theology. You know, we say things like it's a relationship. What we're trying to say is God is real. God is a person. And so you need to know, you need to know these doctrines, but you need to know Jesus you need to know the spirit of truth who is a person and he will lead you and guide you into all truth. So today your study is to ask God 
and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you spiritual things because the spiritual man discerns all things. Allow him to talk to you about the difference between the kingdom of God, the message that Jesus preached, the parable that Jesus preached. In fact, every parable that Jesus preached was on the kingdom. That's the only message he had. And understand the difference between the doctrine of salvation and the message of the kingdom of God. Because if you think about it, yes, Jesus is the only way to God. Yes, Jesus is God. No, I'm not God. But he made us in his image. And he sent the disciples not to preach Jesus, but he sent the disciples to preach the kingdom of God. That's not my words, that's Jesus' words. He sent the 70 disciples two by two, and he commanded them to go and to proclaim the kingdom. He said the same thing to the New Testament church. He's taught us and told us to proclaim the kingdom. Yes, Jesus Christ is God, he's Lord, he's King of kings, Lord of lords. No one comes to the Father except through him. It's by his blood that we're forgiven. But he is also calling us and including us in the family of God. He's including us in the kingdom of God. He's including us in the government. He's going to give us a reward. He wants us to be good stewards. And I think that sometimes we limit people and we limit God when we only preach the message of salvation. We invite people to the cross. We invite people to the door. But we don't tell them to explore the kingdom of God. All things are yours, things present and things to come. You need nobody to teach you, but you have an anointing from the Father. Jesus said, Father, I pray that the glory that you and I had in the beginning, that you would give them that glory. I want to encourage you to study, become a student of the message of the kingdom of God. Become a student of the kingdom of God. Jesus himself told you and I, he commanded you to seek first the kingdom of God. That's his words. He is the king. So I think we'd better do what he says.